I want to welcome the couple that drove here from far. Is this welcome? Have you been blessed so far? I see it. Yeah, this is a place where the presence of God is and where healing rivers flow. Look at that. That happened this morning. I, I, I took the mic and, and I, as I began to minister, people began to weep. And not like our people. People that were coming in and they were encountering the presence of God, the love of God. That's, welcome. Let me give you a hug. I don't take it lightly that people, you came from far Texas. And that's very far. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're here. Praise the Lord. Bienvenido. Bienvenido. Y cenita para que le traduzca. Ah, okay, okay, okay. All right. Okay. So glad you're here. So glad you're here. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. Amen. Listen, a church alive is worth a drive. I know you've heard that, but <laughs> sounds cute, but it's the living reality. Amen. God is good. God is good. The presence of God is here. Has he been good to you? Has he done good things in your life? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Go ahead and turn your Bibles to the book of John. I want to take a few minutes to share with you. Out of the word of the Lord. Who came hungry tonight? May your hunger never dry out for the things of God. May your hunger for the things of God intensify even by the time you leave out of this place. Your spiritual condition will determine on your hunger for the Lord. And um, it's worth the hunger. <laughs> right, Myra? Hallelujah. Not you, Myra. Myra, see. Myra, see. There's a lot of Myras. There's a lot of Georges. In the book of John, chapter 7, I believe it was Peter that said, you know, when he was talking on his second, in his second letter, that he said, basically, that he was repeating himself. Not because they weren't doing what he had already said, but he said to safeguard your faith and to stir yourself, to stir you and to bring into your remembrance the things that you have heard. How many of you it's important? This side thinks is important. How many of you think it's important? To be stirred. And to be reminded. The worst thing we can do is to say, you know, I've heard it already. You know, the word of God is alive, the Bible says. The word of God is alive. And so when you intake it fresh, then you receive fresh. You cannot exasperate everything there is to one scripture, no matter how much you meditate on it you're always gonna find a fresh revelation amen it's like the bakery that sounds good right now like if you, if you go to el bolillo and you know there's fresh breads always coming out 
And that's the word of God is fresh bread. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Amen. And so if you receive it as fresh, it'll bring you fresh revelation, fresh reality in your life that will elevate you and take you to another level. In John chapter 7, beginning in verse 47, this here says, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, shall thirst. What's up? Did y'all, did y'all, were we tired? Like, Do we have like a lot of a good lunch? Like it was like heavy lunch. Like I thought maybe after that praise and worship, we're like. Well, wake up, sister. You should be refreshed. If any man thirst, shout thirst. Shout it louder. If any man thirst, let him come unto me. I didn't make Duncan's today before service either. And the cafe was closed, so. But I feel good. This morning was too good. What was the altar call? 20? What? 42 that walked up to the altar. So I'm like, you know. If any man thirst shall thirst. Let him come unto me. This is Jesus speaking. And drink. Let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scriptures had said, out of his belly. Get ready. Is Jenna's here? Get ready, sister, because out of his belly is about to. Out of his belly shall flow. Now, these are important words that you need to know because they're important actions that you need to be experiencing in your life. Flow. Say flow. flow. Shout flow. flow. Out of his belly shall flow sprinkles. Chorrito. Rivers. Rivers of living water. You see, there's that for you, and there's that for the more. And the rivers are for the more. The rivers are not just for you, but the rivers are a vital command that God instructed us to, to receive for the very uh, uh, benefit, not just for ourselves, but for others. What God does in us, he wants to do through us. But if we don't have no flow, what are we giving? If we don't have a flow flowing through us, in and through us, then there's not enough, there's nothing to give out. But the rivers that will flow out of you, it says this, he spake of the spirit, which they will receive when the Holy Ghost will come. So you see, it, we, we should have the flow. Say flow. flow. And the one requirement that you need 
to receive this flow is thirst. There'll never be an infilling where there is no thirst. But can I tell you that if you thirst for God, the infilling and the outflow will never dry out. There's nothing worse than walking dry. There's nothing worse than having a form of godliness. But that's not what we're called to. We're called to, walk, to, to have the rivers flowing out of us, the Spirit of God. And I'm going to share a little bit on that. So thirst, say thirst, is the one requirement. As a matter of fact, in um, the book of Matthew, and I've shared this before with you. Uh-oh. Everybody okay? So rivers of living water. Now, speaking of the Spirit of God, when the gift of the Spirit is given to believers, how many believers are here tonight? How many have the flow? How many have received the rivers? How many? <laughs> I'm amongst great company. But this is going to intensify. Hallelujah, because there's work to be done. Glory to God. There's more kingdom expansion. Hallelujah. There's souls to be saved. Come on. Those that are ripe for salvation are waiting for somebody to go flow their way. If we're going to flow, we must go. But we're going to go and we're going to flow. And wherever these rivers go, life is going to come. Woo! Glory to God. Don't become a puddle. A charco. That's just sit, sit, standing still. Keep the flow going. You keep the flow going as you keep going. Are you with me? You keep the flow going as you keep going. No go, no flow. But if you go, the river, the spirit of God will flow wheresoever you go. We got to get out of this mentality that the Holy Spirit was given to us just to make us big. Just to be very spiritual people that if you, you know, you look like you're a ticking bomb about to blow up because you ain't giving no flow. But that's not what we're called. We're called, the rivers are to flow through us, but we must go. Where is your, the river of God in you flowing to? Where is it bringing life to? Where is it bringing healing to? Where is it bringing restoration to? The rivers of living waters will flow out of our bellies. Hallelujah. And when they do, lives are changed. When they do, lives are transformed. Remember the river that Ezekiel talked about? God showed him a vision that there was a river flowing from the throne of God. And wheresoever that river went, life went. And whatever that river encountered that was dead, that was sick, that was not functioning, the moment the rivers hit the, 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 that, it brought life. It brought hope. It brought healing. That river, he's, he is, in Ezekiel, if you look at Ezekiel and you study it, it will refer you back to John 7, where Jesus said that whoever thirsts 
will be filled and out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. This he spake of the spirit which will be given to those that believe. Now that river that Ezekiel talked about is in us by the spirit of God. We are carriers of that river. So hunger, say hunger. Thirst is a requirement. It's a must. As a matter of fact, in Matthew 7, I'm sorry, Matthew 5, verse 6. I'm going to just stir your, your thinking. I'm going to stir your spirits. I'm going to stir your hunger. Amen. I'm going to stir your hunger. I, I, this is, this is, could be, you can be familiar to this, but unfamiliar yourself and receive it fresh. If I make sense, because I don't know if that made sense, but I make words sometimes. But it, you'll get it. In Matthew 5, verse 6, it says, Jesus said, Blessed are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness. So thirst is a choice. It's a, nobody can hunger for you. Nobody can hunger for you. And if you're going to receive, and if you're going to please the Lord, it's gonna, all going to have to do with your hunger. It, but don't get me wrong. It's not a hunger like if you're hungry for, and you go get a burger, and then you're like, ah, oh, you're good, and you don't do nothing anymore. This is a hunger that cannot be conquered. It's a continual, say continual, hunger for the things of God. It's a continual hunger for righteousness. And you know, the enemy's always after your hunger. He wants to substitute what's, what fills you with the things of God to what will take the hunger for the things of God with the things that he will offer you. But you got to say, hell no. Heaven, yes. Amen. You got to say, uh-uh. You know, but nobody can hunger for you. You know, we went to, to, to um, the other day to, um, what's that burger place by Willowbrook? In and out. Since it opened, I don't, I, I've never been. I've only been to it in California. And I said, you know what I'm craving? I'm craving everything right now because it's before the fast. I almost, I almost ate the house the other day. Craving everything. <laughs> and so, so um, I was hungry, real hungry. And it was kind of late at night. I didn't know they closed at one. That's big trouble. Because I might just go after service today. You know, big trouble because they closed at one. Dining and everything. Goodness. And so I was hungry. You know, so I went to eat. People that were with me couldn't eat the burger for me. You know what I'm saying? When you come, you hunger. It's your hunger that's going to fill you. It's your hunger that's going to satisfy you. It's your hunger that's going to cause you to be filled more and more with the things of God. It's your hunger. Tell yourself, it's my hunger. Your spouse cannot hunger for you. Your mom cannot hunger for you. Your children cannot hunger for you. Just like they can't eat for you. You got to eat for yourself. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm hungry. Say, get on with it, pastor, and feed me. <laughs> I read your minds. Hallelujah. So hunger and thirst after righteousness. 
Now this in Matthew 5, 7 is one of the most important verses on the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. Say filled. Say fill me Lord. You can look at it in the, in the, in the life of Moses where Moses hungered for the presence of God. When God spoke to him in a, in a, and appeared to him in the burning bush, God said, I, without you, Lord, I don't want to go anywhere. Without your presence, I don't want to take a step. That's hunger. And then he said, Lord, show me your glory. Show me your glory. Show me your manifested goodness. Without you, I don't want to do nothing. It makes me also think the hunger of David to please God. He said, God, if there is anything in my life that is not pleasing unto you, take it from me. If anything is, is going to hinder me, is any, you know, last Sunday night I talked about pro progress. If anything is going to hinder me growing and progressing in your will, Lord, take it away from me. It might hurt. It might not feel good. But I give it to you, Lord. And you know what? The Holy Spirit, be careful what you ask because the Holy Spirit is going to begin to show you. And then you obey. But there's a blessing attached to obedience. There's a blessing attached to obedience. But only hunger will say, God, examine my life and know me. Prove me. If there's anything in my life that is not pleasing unto you, take it from me. Come on. Come on. I believe God is getting his people ready. I believe there's a people here tonight that have said that and have allowed God to have their way in their lives, his way in their lives. If that's you, say amen. amen. Lord, if there's any, who would say that? I'm amongst good people. I know you will. Take it, Lord. How many of you have experienced that? And then the Lord said, But then you discovered, man, it, it, it pays to obey the Lord. It pays to obey the Lord. Because you realize, you realize that God wants to do something in your life. You know, the Christian's hunger for the things of God is destroyed by worldly anxiety, deceitfulness of wealth, desire for things, and life's pleasure, and failure to abide in Christ. That's why more than ever we need to seek God and put him first that's why more than ever we need to be connected to the vine Jesus said I am the vine you are the branches if you abide in me and my words abide in you you can ask what you will and it'll be done for you so abiding is the key staying in relationship acknowledging him you know I was talking to somebody the other day and I and, and I thought you know I was sharing with them how it has to become so real to you that Christianity is not something we do is who we are. Christianity is not something we do is who we are. Church is not something we do is who we are. It's a way of life. It's our newness of life. I'm a Christian. I've been bought with a price. I have a savior and I have a Lord. I don't belong to myself. It's not something I do. It's who I am. We are Christ-like. Hallelujah. We were, we've been bought with a price. And that price was the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And 
But I'm telling you, when you get to a place in your life that you surrender yourself completely, and I'm talking to surrender people, but I don't, I'm just stirring you up. I'm talking to surrender people. Who's, who's, you, ain't, you ain't here on Sunday night if you're not surrendered. <laughs> Hallelujah. Especially, Pastor, you kept us all day and you had that inreach and la, 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 and now we got to come back at 6? Do you know nobody asked me were we having Sunday night service? And I think that is so awesome. Congratulations. Y'all are amazing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's that hunger and it's that thirst. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. When the hunger of believers for God and his righteousness is destroyed, you die spiritually. If you stop eating, you eventually die. It's no difference in the spiritual realm. You got to stay hungry. You got to stay hungry. I said it the other day, there's no way a drug addict can be more addicted to a drug than a Christian be more addicted to God. That sounds tough. We got to be addicted. Addicted. Like the kids. Why are we going to church tomorrow? Because it's closed, sweetie. But they want to come. They can't get enough. If you let them, they'll live here. They'll bring the sleeping bags. They can't get enough. But when you taste it and see that the Lord is good, you can't get enough. When you see what God has done in your life and what he does in the lives of people, it's the, you become more addicted. When I see what God has done in the lives of the people of this house, it makes me more addicted to him. It makes me crave more. The thing, it makes me want more and more and more what the God, the things that God has, his, 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 you know, his kingdom, because, because I, I know, I see, I see that God does what only God can do. And it's a serious thing. What God does and the, what people are encountering even more than we've ever seen in this house. It's, it's beyond like, it's amazing. Can somebody get excited with me? <laughs> How can it get old? Your hunger will protect you from allowing the wonderful things that God has done to get old in your life. Your hunger for God will protect you that you, you take lightly. Oh, you know, that was good, you know, but, but now what? Like the children of Israel, they became ungrateful because they've forgotten what God had done. God parted the sea. God made water come out of a rock. They were hungry and he fed them with manna. They wanted meat, so he gave them quail. And yet they said, can God do this? After God had already done all that. God is good. That's why we never forget Never forget. That's why Psalms 103, you might hear it every time that you come to this place. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Who healeth all thy diseases. Who redeems our lives from destruction. Who crowns us and satisfies our mouth with good things. Good things so that our lives are strong, soaring, and overcoming. 
that's going to be your portion. Even before we cross over to 2023, it will be said of you that you are strong, that you are soaring, and that you are overcoming for the glory of God. If you believe that, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Somebody shout strong, soaring, and overcoming for the glory of God. That's right. Look at your neighbor and say, you ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, hallelujah. The Apostle Paul. That I may know him. That I may know him, God. I need you more, more than yesterday. I need you more, more than words can say. I need you more than ever before. I need you more, I need you more, more than the air I breathe. Hallelujah. Never. <sighs> God is so good. Praise the Lord. Such hunger is seen. I can tell you, Moses and David and the Apostle Paul, in your life, the hunger of God is seen in your life. Hallelujah. That says, Lord, to where would I go? For you hold the words of life. It might hit you a certain way sometimes. But you are convinced. There is no other way. To where would we go for Jesus? You hold the words of life. Forward only and backwards never. Forward only and backwards never. Hallelujah. To where would we go for you hold the words of life? Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. The spiritual condition of believers throughout their lives will depend. Say depend. On their hunger and thirst for certain things. Can I tell you what those things are? The presence of God. The presence of God is what makes the difference in your life. Moses said, Lord, don't go. I will not go without you for your presence is what will make the difference between us and others. Father, your presence is what will make the difference between us and others the presence of God is beautiful you know one moment in the presence of God can change everything in your life one moment in the presence of God that is why it's so important to seek him that is why it's so important that you make time for him that is why it's so important that you make an 
you are a carrier of the presence of God. Yes, he goes everywhere you, you know, you go. But there is something about setting yourself aside to seek God at another level. And then his presence intensifies on the inside of you. And when that happens, wonderful things happen in your life. One moment in the presence of God. You know, it's been in the presence of God. It's been in a time of worship. It's been in a time uh, in the word of the Lord that I, as I begin to look at the word of the Lord and all of a sudden the presence of God begins to, the Holy Spirit begins to enlighten me and show me and reveal to me. And before you know it, it's like the presence of God, whether it be in my kitchen, in my living room, in my car, just comes over me and it's like, it, 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 it. <laughs> Is 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 he's real? Jay, are they be moving you? And I like. I was this morning. I was like, Jay, didn't come to church this morning. <laughs> but then I call Brother Chris and look at that. Gosh, the presence. Say the presence. La presencia. Just like some of you feel the presence, sense the presence of God right now. It's in that, it's in that, in that moment of the presence of God that things can change. That in that one instant, hallelujah, in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. God can do for you in that moment what you can never do for yourself. The presence of God is so wonderful. The spiritual condition of believers throughout our lives will depend on our hunger and our thirst for the presence of God. The presence of God. La presencia de Dios. I can't get past that. The wonderful presence of the Lord. When his presence is here, he's here. And when he shows up, powerful things happen. That's why, you know, when, when you're, you're together, it's like, like, like powerful. When we come together, one spirit, one mind, and one accord, and, and especially when we get into, you know, when we begin to worship the Lord, but especially when we worship about magnifying him. Ah. Oh, it's powerful. You know, Right there. You, you just engage. And, and just simply magnifying him. Telling him how wonderful he is. How awesome. Exalting his name. Exalting his goodness. Magnifying the Lord. And it's about him. And you're so wonderful, Lord. You deserve the glory. You deserve the honor. And you're the reason why I have breath. And you're the reason why I have air in my lungs. And you're the reason why I'm still going. You're the reason why I have... <sighs> just like now, it's like, it's like just... Hallelujah. We might do that. We might do that. And then God begins to speak to you. God begins to give you blueprints. God begins to show you. Hallelujah. You make it about him. He makes it about you. Before you leave out of here, wonderful things took place while you were sitting here just magnifying the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Can God do that? Will he do that? Somebody say, do it, Lord. Just lift up your hands right now and just thank the Lord. Open your mouth. Let me see. If, if you had to, if there was no song to sing, is a song going to come out of your, your heart? Is, how, can, how do you magnify the Lord? You, it, it's a flow out of your heart. Oh, just begin to magnify him. Come on, if you feel with the Spirit, just begin to pray in the Spirit. Just magnify the Lord. Magnify the Lord. Come on, Lord, we, uh, we hunger. We hunger and thirst for your presence, Lord. It's your presence that makes the difference in our lives. It's your presence that causes us to stand out, Lord. It's your presence, Father God. And without you, we don't want to do anything. If you can't take us, may we not go. If you won't, can't give it to us, may it never land on us, Father God. Oh, if you can't do it, let it remain undone. Oh, without you, Father, we can do nothing. But with you, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you, Lord. Intensify our hunger to want to be with you. Intensify our hunger to want more of you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. That we may continue to give it out. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We praise you. We love you. We magnify you. Worthy. Worthy are you, Lord. Worthy are you, Lord. Come on, tell him. Uh, Lord, give me a hunger and a thirst for your presence. <laughs> Lord, give me a hunger and a thirst for your presence. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to know you and the power of your resurrection. Thank you, Lord. I'm talking to mature believers. Glory be to God. That I may know you. That's why the Apostle Paul prayed, open the eyes of their understanding. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, and everyone said... Hallelujah. The spiritual condition of a believer throughout their lives will depend on their hunger and their thirst for the presence of God. A hunger and a thirst for the word of God. The word of God. Say the word of God. Psalms 119. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let me just begin to read this. Joyful are the people of integrity who follow the instructions of the Lord. The instructions of the Lord are the word of the Lord. Joyful are those who obey his laws, his word, and search for him with all their hearts. Say all their hearts. They do not compromise with evil, and they walk only in his paths. You have charged us to keep your commandments carefully. Oh, that my actions will consistently ref reflect your decrees. Then I will not be ashamed when I compare my life with your commands. 
As I learn your righteous regulations, that's his word, I will thank you by living as I should. I will thank you by living as I should. I will obey your decrees. I will obey your word. Please don't give up on me. How can a young person stay pure? By obeying your word. He says, I have tried hard to find you. Don't let me wander from your commands. That's a hunger. I have hidden, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. How do you stay, say, how do you guard yourself? You hide God's word on the inside of you. Amen. It says, I praise you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. I have recited out loud all the regulations you have given us. I have rejoiced in your laws as much as in riches. I will study your commandments and reflect on your ways. I will delight in your decrees and not forget your word. You notice it's all about the word. It's all about the hunger for his word. It's all about what the word does in him. Be good to your servant that I may live and obey your word. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your instruction. I am only a for foreigner in the land. I am only a foreigner in the land. Don't hide your commands from me. I am always overwhelmed with a desire for your regulations. Imagine that. You, you rebuke the arrogant. Those who wander from your commands are cursed. Don't let them scorn and insult me, for I have obeyed your laws. Even princes sit and, and speak against me, but I will meditate on your decrees. Your laws please me. They give me wise advice. Oh, come on. We can go on. I lie in the dust. Revive me by your word. I told you my plans and you answered. Now teach me your decrees. Help me understand the meaning of your commands, commandments, and I will meditate on your wonderful deeds. I weep with sorrow. Encourage me by your word. Keep me from lying to myself. Give me the privilege of knowing your instruction. I have chosen to be faithful. I have determined to live by your regulations. Have you determined to live by his regulations? I cling to your loss. Lord, don't let me be put to shame. I will pursue your commands for you expand my understanding. Teach me your decrees, O Lord. I will keep them to the end. Give me understanding. I will obey your instruction. I will put them into practice with all my heart. Make me walk along the path of your commands for that is where my happiness is found. Give me an eagerness for your laws rather than lo a love for money. Turn my eyes from worthless things and give me life through your word. Come on. Reassure me of your promise made to those who fear you. Help me abandon my shameful ways for your regulations are good. I long to obey your commandments. Renew my life with your goodness. Lord, give me your unfailing love the salvation that you promised me, then I can answer those who taught me, for I trust in your word. Somebody say, I trust in his word. 
Do not snatch your word of truth from me, for your regulations are my only hope. I will keep on obeying your instructions forever and ever. I will walk in freedom, for I have devoted myself to your commandments. I will speak to kings about your laws, and I will not be ashamed. How I delight in your commandments. How I love them. I honor and love your commands. I meditate on your decree. A hunger for his word. Remember your promise to me. It is my only hope. Your promise revives me. It comforts me in all my troubles. The proud hold me in utter contempt, but I do not turn away from your instruction. I meditate on your age-old regulations. Oh, Lord, they comfort me. I become furious with the wicked because they reject your instructions. Your decrees have been the theme of my songs wherever I have lived. I reflect at night on who you are, O oh Lord. Therefore, I obey your instructions. This is how I spend my life, obeying your commands. <laughs> Lord, you are mine. I promise to obey your word. With all my heart, I want your blessing. Be merciful as you promised. I ponder, say ponder, the direction of my life and I turn to follow your laws. I will hurry without delay to obey your commands. Evil people try to drag me into sin, but I am firmly anchored to your instruction. I rise at midnight to thank you. What do you rise at midnight for? To go get a midnight snack? Go ahead, but thank him before you do. I am a friend to anyone who fears you. Anyone who obeys your commandments. Lester Summerall said that, and I, I, I could see why he said that. Because it's here. He says, I don't care to have a relationship with anybody that doesn't want my God. He said, he said that. I am a friend to anyone who fears you. Anyone who obeys your commandments. Oh, Lord, your unfailing love fills the earth. Teach me your decrees. You have done many good things for me, Lord, just as you promised. I believe in your commands. Now teach me good judgment and knowledge. I used to wander off until you, you disciplined me, but now I closely follow your word. You are good and do only good. Teach me your decrees. Arrogant people smear me with lies, but in truth I obey your commandments with all my heart. Their hearts are dull and stupid, but I delight in your instruction. My suffering was good for me, for it taught me to pay attention to your decrees. <laughs> your instructions are more valuable to me than millions in gold and silver. You made me. You created me. Now give me the sense to follow your commands. May all who fear you find me a cause for joy, for I have put my hope in your word. I know, O oh Lord, that your regulations are fair. You disciplined me because I needed it. Now let your unfailing love comfort me, just as you promised me, your servant. Surround me with your tender mercy so I may live, for your instructions are my delight. Bring disgrace upon the arrogant people who lie about me. Meanwhile, I will concentrate on your commandments. 
If you concentrate on the commandments of the Lord, if you concentrate on the word of the Lord, God will take care of everything else. Do you believe that? If you concentrate on what God says to you and about you, it doesn't matter what anyone else says. But concentrate on what God says about you. Concentrate on what he says to you. Let me be united with all who fear you, with those who know your laws. May I be blameless in keeping your decree. Then I will never be ashamed. Verse 89, your eternal word, O Lord, stands firm in heaven. Your faithfulness extends to every generation as enduring as the earth you're created. Your regulations remain true to this day for everything serves your plan. If your instructions hadn't sustained me with joy, I would have died in my misery. I will never forget your commandments for by them you gave me life. I am yours rescue me for I have worked hard at obeying your commandments though the wicked hide along the way to kill me I will quietly keep my mind on your loss even perfection has its limits but your commands have no limit oh how I love your instructions I think about them all day long your commands make me wiser than my enemies for they are my constant guide Oh, hallelujah. His commandments makes, well, you know what? I could, didn't have to read all that, but I wanted to. Did that bless you? And, and it's not done. It goes all the way to 100, verse 176. But I want you to read that on your own time because we got to move on. So the spiritual condition of a believer throughout our lives will depend on our hunger and thirst for the presence of God. For the word of the Lord, for our communion with Christ, for the communion and the fellowship of Christ. In Philippians 3, Philippians 3, hallelujah, glory be to God. Verse 8. Look at what the Apostle Paul said. Philippians 3 verse 8. Let's start at 7. Once I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death, so that one way or another, I will experience the resurrection from the dead. Once you discover the infinite value of knowing Jesus Christ, the Apostle Paul said, everything else didn't matter. 
I count everything else worthless compared to the infinite knowledge of knowing Jesus Christ. That is our communion with Christ. You know, things that we found and used to think were important, things that we put first, things that we thought matter, things that we consider priority. When you encounter the infinite love of Jesus Christ, you discover that all that matters is you and Christ alone. And those things that you thought that were worth it, you realize they weren't so worth it. As worth as your relationship is with Jesus Christ. Come on, if you know your worth and your fellowship with Jesus Christ, I want you to say thank you, Jesus. So your spiritual condition, which we should be in great spiritual condition as believers throughout our lives, but it'll depend on our hunger and our thirst for the presence of God, for the word of God, for communion, the communion of Christ and the fellowship of the spirit. The fellowship of the spirit. What's the fellowship of the spirit? The acknowledging, the acknowledging of the person of the Holy Spirit. Knowing, you know, one thing that Catherine Coleman said, and I read it today, she said, the Holy Spirit, it, to me, he's more real than you are to me. The Holy Spirit is more real to me than you are to me. She said, I, the person of the Holy Spirit to me is more real than you are to me. That's somebody that knows the Holy Spirit. That's somebody that knows the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. That's somebody that com uh, communes with the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. And your hunger and thirst will determine your spiritual condition through the fellowship of the Spirit. You know, those that are children of God are led by the Spirit of God. We're no longer led by our, our flesh. We're no longer led by our senses. We're led by the Spirit of God. Jesus said, how be it when the Spirit of truth will come, he will lead you and he will guide you into all truth. Aren't you glad that you don't have to be dumbfounded? Aren't you glad that you, things don't have to catch you by surprise? Aren't you glad that 2023 is not going to bring anything that is going to catch you by surprise? That you're going to go at it ready because you have the person of the Holy Spirit and he's real in you. And you have communion with the Holy Spirit and you acknowledge the person of the Holy Spirit. And every day you'll say, Holy Spirit, lead me and guide me into all truth. Give me eyes to see. Give me ears that hear. Make every crooked path straight. Hallelujah. Never lose your hunger and thirst for the fellowship of the Spirit. We are so blessed. Say, I am blessed. A hunger and thirst for righteousness. A hunger and thirst for righteousness, just like Jesus said. You know what righteousness is? Right living. A hunger and thirst for right living you already right all you got to do is keep living right are you with me Jesus made you right you didn't make yourself right he who knew no sin became sin 
so that you might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. If you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, then he's made you right. And all we got to do now is live right. All we got to do now is live right. How do we live right? According to the word of the Lord. Love righteousness. Have a hunger for righteousness and a hatred towards evil. It's important that you have that. You know, God, give me a hunger for righteousness, for right living. And give me a hatred towards wickedness. Give me a hunger for the things that you love and give me a hatred for the things that you hate. God hates sin, wickedness, but he loves righteousness. Hallelujah. And that should be on the inside of us. And the Holy Spirit, him being holy, he puts that desire on you and helps you live the life that God has called you to live. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You know, the Bible has a lot to say about the righteous. There's a blessing for the righteous. The Bible says, say to the righteous, it shall be well for them. It might not be well for everybody, but the Bible says, say to the righteous, it shall be well for them. Can I tell you, it shall be well for you. You might be going through something, but because you are the righteousness of God and you are a pursuer of righteousness, it shall be well with you. You don't have to wait to the end to see what the report is going to be. The Bible already says, say to the righteous, it shall be well for them. I want you to say that it shall be well for me. Come on, if you believe that, give the Lord some praise. Whatever thing, I'm speaking to somebody today. Whatever thing is going on, whatever result you're waiting, whatever thing you got to go test out or whatever it is, I want to tell you, God is faithful to his word. The Bible says the grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And God blesses his people. There's a blessing for the righteous. Say to the righteous, it shall be well for them. If that's you, that word was for you. Say hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. A hunger and thirst for righteousness. A hunger and thirst for the kingdom of God. Jesus said, I am about my father's business. A hunger and thirst for the kingdom of God. What does Matthew 6.33 says? Because I know you don't know what it says. Jesus said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, somebody say things. Is there things you need? And all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Why do you worry thinking about what you're going to do, how you're going to do it? How is it going to come through for you? All ye of little faith, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. 
Let me read this to you. Those who follow Christ are urged, say urge, to seek above all else God's kingdom and his righteousness. Now, the word seek in the scripture, listen to it, it implies being continually observed in a search. Being continually observed in a search for something or making a strenuous, diligent effort to obtain something. That's a lot of word. We can say, seek you first the kingdom of God. What does it mean to seek? It means to continually be observed in a search for something or making a strenuous and diligent effort to obtain something. We can read an encounter in Matthew 13. Matthew 13. Are you getting something tonight? Math, are you stirred up a little bit? <sighs> Hallelujah. In Matthew 13, has the Lord been good to you? We're doing things a little bit backwards. So you might have an opportunity to testify. Hallelujah. To seek implies being continually observed. Say continually observed. Absorbed. In a search for something or making a strenuous, strenuous or diligent effort to obtain something. An example can be found in Matthew 13. Matthew 13 verse 44. And it says this, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure, say treasure, that a man discovered hidden in a field. In his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. When he discovered a pearl of great value, say great value, he sold everything he owned and bought it. That's a great description of someone that when they find something, because they were seeking for something, they found a treasure, and when they discover it, they aimed at it. They took what, they did whatever it took to obtain that treasure. Hallelujah. Have you discovered something good in God? Don't let it go. Has God done good things in your life? Then get ready for the perfect. Every good and perfect thing comes from the Lord. Keep seeking the kingdom of God. Keep living right for God. You might say, Pastor Sandy, it's hard. Keep getting filled with the Holy Spirit. Keep getting filled with the word. And you'll find it a pleasure to serve God. You'll find it a pleasure to separate yourself. You'll find it a pleasure to not be mixed in. Hallelujah. And then God has good for you, but he also has perfect for you. Oh, and I see God perfecting things in your life. 
You've tasted good things, but get ready for the perfect. I'm not just saying this. You've, God has, you've, you've had good gifts from God, but God is about to give you perfect gifts. God is about to give you perfect gifts. There's two levels of gift in God. There's good and perfect. Get ready for perfection. And I believe 2023 is going to be a year of perfection. Oh, the Lord just gave me that right now. Perfection. Come on. Only one received the gift of perfection. That was that one leper that came back and gave thanks unto the Lord. There was 10 healed. They received a good gift. And they went on. But one returned. And Jesus said, because you've acknowledged the one that healed you before you even went to go show yourself to the priest. He said, you are made whole. The others experienced good. They were healed. But this leopard experienced perfection. That's wholeness. That means not only that the disease dry up, that means that everything that the disease had caused, even in the skin, God began to perfect it. In the name of Jesus. And I see the Lord perfecting the good in your life. Come on, get ready, JR, for the perfection. What God has done in your life has been good. But get ready for the perfect work that God is going to do in your life. In Jesus' name. And in your family. It's time. And God desires to perfect it in your life more than you do. Somebody say, I passed the test. And I returned to give God the glory. You, you don't think God takes notice? I'm going to tell you nothing you ever done for the Lord. People might have not noticed what you've done. But let me tell you, God has taken notice. God notices. He said, didn't I heal 10? But where are the nine? That means he noticed the one that returned to give God the glory. And as you have taken the time to glorify the Lord, may you be perfected in your life in Jesus' name. May the good work that God began in your life, may the perfecter of your faith continue to perfect the work in your life. In Jesus' mighty name, get ready for another level of perfection. Woo! Get ready for whatever that is incomplete in your life because you've busied yourself with the kingdom of God because you've set yourself apart. God has noticed and he will be perfect what is incomplete. Hallelujah! As a matter of fact, you're not permitted to cross over to 2023 without that thing that is incomplete being perfected in your life. In the name of Jesus. Come on, if you believe that, I want you to give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. God is faithful to his word. You gotta, you gotta put a demand on it by faith. You gotta say, you <laughs> The Bible says that he is the perfecter, the author and the perfecter of our faith. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Jesus. Woo. Glory be to God.
Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Lord. Come on, just thank him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are worthy, Lord. Worthy are you, Lord. Worthy of all adoration. Worthy of all honor. Worthy of all glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, just stay in that attitude of, 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 of supplication unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Worthy, worthy. Come on, magnify him. Magnify him. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Father, on this last Sunday of 2022, Father, we've come to give you praise. We come to give you glory, Lord. Be magnified. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you that you take notice, Father. Thank you that you, Father, are perfecting the things, Father, that concerns your people. Thank you that as they have put their faith and their trust in you, Father, you are perfecting their, their, their lives, their situations, their circumstance, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let it be noted, noted in their lives. Let it be evident. Father, let it be evident, just like it was evident in the life of that one leper that came back to you, Father, and acknowledged you. Let, Father, the praise of gratitude, the power of gratitude, Father, perfect, perfect, Father, and complete the good work in their lives. Oh, thank you, Father. Come on, just talk to the Lord. Just talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. Talk to the Lord. Listen, this is what I'm talking about. You, you press in. You press in. You talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Come on, this is not just something we're doing. This is something powerful. The presence of God is in this house. The Lord looks through and fro throughout the whole earth to see whose hearts are hungry for him, are fixed towards him. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mighty are you, Lord. Mighty are you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We surrender ourselves to you, Father. We yield ourselves to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Thank you that you are perfecter. You are the perfecter of our faith, Lord. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. Thank you, Father, that you, you see your people, that you search the heart of people. Father, and as your people have come hungering after you, Father, fill them. Fill them, Lord. Do what only you can do, Lord, for your glory. 
turn situations around, Father. In the name of Jesus. Father, let it be for your glory. Let it be for your name's sake. Hallelujah. Father, we promise, Father, we tell you that we will give you all the honor. We will give you all the praise for the things, for the perfection in our lives. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you that every incomplete, Father, thing in their lives, Father, will be completed even tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Every incomplete work in their lives that is of you, Lord, as they yield unto you, Father, may they work that work be complete by you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Worthy are you, Lord. Come on, press in. I just, I believe the Lord is doing something tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, my friends from far Texas, I want you to come up here. You're not going to leave as you've came. Even that which you have from the Lord, ushers, help them come up here. In the name of Jesus. And I'm, I'm connecting my faith to yours. I'm connecting my faith to yours. Whatever it is you came believing for. Whatever it is you came believing for. Is this your daughter right here? Is this your daughter? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, Father, perfect her life as she stands here, Father, giving you praise, honor, and glory. Lift up your hands. Perfect her life in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, every abnormality is eradicated out of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, be thou made whole in Jesus' mighty name. You're going to begin to see that word perfected in your life more and more. And God is going to use you in a mighty way to be a display of his glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare you whole by the name of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus, and by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, be thou made whole from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Give me some of that oil, Pastor Jesse. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name, of, a mighty vessel of honor. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. And it'll be for the glory of God. God has seen your hunger and your thirst. And you leave out of here perfected for the glory of God in the name of Jesus. These feet will run with the fire of God. This mouth will speak with the fire of the Holy Ghost. A mighty 
for the glory of God. Woo! Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. Ah, this is the kind of hunger that I love. In the name of Jesus. A fresh anointing. A fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. You'll feel lighter than you ever have. You'll be more confident than you ever have. The assignment will be great. And the God that you serve is greater. He who called you is faithful. And he will do it. In the name of Jesus. get ready get ready he's perfecting it he's perfecting it hallelujah 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 praise the lord hunger and thirst we need it more than ever before. We need it more than not, not, we need it more than ever before. You gotta draw it. Amen. Anakarla and JJ, I want you to come up here. Alma, Almita, come up here too. Alex, I want you to come up here as well. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. God has set you apart. God has called you and set you apart for His glory. Oh, come on, congregation. Keep pressing. 